This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by David Breyer. He is not only the recipient of the Presidential Ambassador for Global Entrepreneurship Medallion, He has written the new branding Bible and Amazon bestseller brand intervention, 33 steps to transform the brand you have into the brand you need with a forward written by fellow shark Damon John of Shark Tank and FUBU. He's also featured in the new Netflix bestseller written by its CEO about innovation. He is a highly sought after guest on podcasts and live streams on the topic of branding. We could spend the whole half hour going over his bio, but we're going to skip that and get to the good stuff. David, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Seth, for having me. Our pleasure. So let's go back in time a little bit. I know you weren't always the recipient of 330 international industry recognitions. How did you get started? Well, I'm a native New Yorker and like like Damon, uh, born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens and um, really from a very young age, uh, was always interested in things that were not the ordinary things that were artistic and creative and innovative and disruptive. And, you know, whether it was food or music or going to Washington, you know, Washington Square and, you know, catching street performers or this, that, the other. So, I mean, it was, I was a kind of like a sponge and that was really the orientation of how I grew up and ultimately ended up uh, becoming a designer. I was always an artist that you could see some of the art in my office back here. Um, And, just started to implement that in the area of design because I didn't like the idea. I decided that in, during my college years, I didn't want to just do illustration and then hand it off to an art director who then would do God knows what. <laughs> right? you know? All right. So how does that, um, I, I know the longer versions in your book, obviously we want everyone to go get it. How does that segue into you being the subject of articles of Forbes, Inc., New York Times, Adweek, Huffington Post, along many others? Probably a combination of 
not knowing how high I'm reaching, but just reaching. You know, so I think there's, I think there's what I call all that. I think, I think every entrepreneur is a little bit of sort of blind naivety where they're just like, why not? You know, boom. And, 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 you know, and I think for those of us that have been in business, I mean, I've been doing this for 41 years, those that have been in business, I think they look back and they go, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was just, I was just going for it. Right. And you, you, you didn't know it was a big ask. You didn't know it was like, okay, all right. So you just do. And, um, and so I just do. And I just went and I just, I saw something. I was like that, what that person's doing looks really exciting. I, you know, I, I I'm going to emulate that. That's interesting to me. And then you just do it. And then you, then you discover later, could be five years, 10 years, 10, 20 years, 30 years. You go, that was ballsy. <laughs> what the hell was I? Oops. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to be able to do that. Exactly. So uh, how did the presidential ambassador for global entrepreneurship come about? It's, it's hysterical. See, so what happened was, was at that point, Damon and I, I Damon and I connected because of an article I'd written for my Fast Company uh, column. Uh, I'd written on Shark Tank. And I was, because of being a big fan of the show early on, I was like, I wrote this article. And at that point, I didn't know Damon. Damon had just like a couple of days after it came out, he tweeted, he says, best article written on Shark Tank ever. Wow. And I was like, whoa. Right. And so, and so, you know, and as the author, of course, I'm, I'm tagged on it. So bang, I'm like, I retweet and I'm like, I respond immediately going, wow, this is incredible. I'm like, I'm, you know, six degrees have just gone to one, right. I'm right there. So I immediately go, thanks, dude. And whatever I, whatever I said, thanks, dude, dude, that was awesome. Da, 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 da. And we start to build this relationship. Um, and so fast forward, probably about six, six years or so later, I was out of the country delivering a, a convention to a, an entrepreneur, entrepreneurs from around the world. And I literally, I go from, from out of the country, stop over in Miami, and then there's this text from my wife. And my wife is famous for like, hey, this, when you, when, once you get home, we'll hang out, we'll talk and all that kind of stuff. No need to text or chat or da, da 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 It's like, you know, just you know, do your thing, do what you're doing, when you're doing it, I'll see you when you get home. There's this urgent message. Call me as soon as you land. Oh, wow. So I'm like, what's up, honey? She goes, first of all, Damon sent you a book, The Power, and it was a Power of the Broke. That was his new book. Yep. Send me the book with a, with a thank you. He's, it's inscribed on the inside, da, 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 da. And also he included this medallion, this, the medallion for this presidential ambassador for global entrepreneurship medallion that he presented to you and wanted to thank you for all the support that you'd given him all, all these years. And, and, and I, and she goes, I couldn't wait until you got home to tell you this. I'm like, Oh my God. And that was basically how that happened. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. So uh, the latest book brand intervention, 33 steps to transform the brand you have into the brand you need What's wrong with the brand we have? Why do we need an intervention? Well, too many, there's too many, let me, let me frame it this way. Every day, there are businesses, entrepreneurs, CEOs, who see inferior products and inferior services outselling their superior products or superior services every day, right? You're like, why? How could that be? How could something uglier, how can something inferior, how can something that provides so much less value be outselling my thing? And there are reasons why. 
And some people might take the lazy answer. I'm, I'm not a fan of lazy answers at all. Lazy observations, lazy answers, lazy evaluation, none of that. So it's, so I say, well, they have better sales process. They have a better, they have cheaper price. No, there's a, there's branding is something that not enough entrepreneurs really understand. They might think, well, it's what big companies do. Or they might think, well, a brand is a logo. So what? And those are both, neither of those answers are correct. Brand, as I defined in the book, because it was not defined in the 10,000 books at the time that I wrote the book. Now there's 20,000 books that you'll find on Amazon. Type in Google, I'm literally going to Amazon, type in branding, you'll find 20, over 20,000 books on branding, which is insane. So the thing is, it's not, there was no agreed upon definition. So I introduced it in my book, four words, the art of differentiation. If you actually know the anatomy of how to structure a brand and really understand to your core, the art of differentiation, and you understand what are the obstacles to achieving that, you can then navigate yourself properly. And all of a sudden you're not competing on price. You know how to communicate smarter. You know how to communicate more effectively. You know how to actually just rise. I, I, I always tell my clients, you have two options. You're either gonna add to the noise that's out there or you're gonna rise above the noise that's out there. And this allows you and gives you the tools to successfully rise above the noise. Grant Cardone said you're a branding genius. Why do you think you've been able to be so much more successful and help people undercover the real, uncover the real magic of their brand when there might be 20,000 books on the same topic? What differentiates you? Because I am, I get down to why does this work? I don't go for, oh, here, do this funnel or do this process or copy this swipe file. I don't, see here, here's the interesting thing. I'll give you, I'll give you, this is the actual answer. The, the right now, so much of branding and so much of marketing is based on a lie. What's the lie? The lie is let's just follow this template. Let's just follow this little formula. Let's just follow this little structure and it will all work out for us. Well, wait a second. If we understand that branding is what? The art of differentiation. How am I following this little cookie cutter method over here going to differentiate? It doesn't work. So that's what, that, what I do is I peel back the lies and I get down to why, why does branding work? And why can I, why was I, why have I been able to raise, you know, tens of millions of dollars for humanitarian efforts that I love by using this exact formula. And I use the word formula as something that one knows. I'm not a fan of rules because rules allow us again to be lazy. It's like, I'd rather you have knowledge. Rules enable one to follow, knowledge enables one to lead. And so I'm all about knowledge and that's the thing. I give you practical, applicable knowledge rather than, I get you to think for yourself. Too many are trying to teach you how to think like them. Hey, learn to think like me. Learn to do like me. No, 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 no. That's what the people don't need. People don't need to be able to think like someone else. They need to be able to talk. They need to be able to get out of their way so they can think for themselves and then real branding can happen. Love it. Why do you think some of the biggest and most common mistakes are when it comes to branding, when it comes to not necessarily a big company like a Nike or a Coca-Cola, but a entrepreneur, a business owner, like the kind who listen to Sharkpreneur, what do you think some of the most common mistakes they're making are? Well, they think that just because they're better, that that actually means that they should be respected. That's so I call that marketing by telepathy. People will not all of a sudden sort of by osmosis inhale your greatness and therefore be say, yes, 
here's an open, here's a, here's a sign check, you fill in the figure, right? <laughs> it's like, so that's like kind of like, that's the, the Hollywood script of if you build it, they will come. It doesn't happen that way. So there's a, there's a way to get to get your superior offering seen and heard and differentiation is the pathway because oftentimes there's too much focus on us, our brand, our product. Like I'll tell you one thing very commonly, very common mistake. It's like the pathway to our customer's door, where does it start? It starts at their front door with their aspirations, their problems, their challenges. It doesn't start at ours with, hey, let me tell you about this great new shiny thing that we've created that you got to know about. They're not there yet. So the pathway to our customer's front door starts at their front door. And if we understand that and embrace that, then it actually, we can lead those breadcrumbs to our front door, which where they'll eventually arrive. I love the analogy. That is a great example. You've engineered many, many magical transformations for companies in this space. Let's talk a little bit, pick one of your favorites in terms of what the issue was that they came to you with, the magical transformation you were able to engineer and kind of the results in the transformation and that, that happened. I'll, I'll give you one that, that seems impossible. Like it was done many years ago, but a client had come to me a company had come to me and said, hey, we have ice. I'm going, ice? Like ice, fro like frozen water. You want to you challenge? There's a challenge for you. Brand frozen water. So I'm like going, okay. I'm like going, so is there anything unique or distinctive? Is there, what, can, what can you tell me about your frozen water? Blah, blah, blah. We talk a little bit back and forth, this, that, the other. And he goes, well, you know, some people said kind of, and this is where, again, I talk about lazy we can't go on autopilot and be lazy listeners. We can't be lazy observers. We can't be lazy thinkers. So I'm always listening, 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 listening. So he says, well, you know, some people have said, you know, uh, our, you know, our, our, that it cools, our drinks, our ice cools a little faster. I said, excuse me? He goes, well, then he repeats it. And I say, so do you have an independent lab that you can go and confirm that with? He goes, sure. He goes, give me 10 days. Comes back in 10 days. I said, what'd you find out? He goes, it actually does cool faster than regular, the regular ice, the, the regular stuff. It's 33% faster. And I said, and, and when we actually dissected why, it was because the shape of his ice had more surface because of the shape. And they were also circular and with a hole in it. So the thing is that it was actually more ice surface, thereby cooling the drink faster. So we called it ice rounds cools 33% faster than traditional ice. Stop waiting for your drinks to get cold. And it absolutely, it, it crushed it. I mean, it was just ridiculous. But I mean, you know, when you start, when you start to get that and you go, wait a second, I actually branded frozen water. You start to go, hmm, maybe there's something to this, you know? That is awesome. I love that example because you took something that everybody thinks is like a $1.99 bag at the convenience store when you're having a party and you made it a, a differentiated item. It's the same physical material, frozen water, as you said, but I'm guessing you can charge a heck of a lot more for ice rounds than you can charge for the big bag of ice that I'm going to go beat up with a screwdriver. Yeah. Well, not only that, but then people start asking for it by name. Yeah. 
you have ice rounds, right? Who's, what other ice do you ask for? You say, do you have frozen water? Do you have frozen ice, right? But this is ice rounds. Do you have ice rounds? So yeah, it was just, it was absolutely. You, it was you changed ball. it from the most base commodity you could possibly get to a category of one. Exactly. That is fantastic. And we could just dissect those all day long, but I know your time is incredibly valuable. Um, talk a little bit about the One Minute Wednesday series. Ah, well, the, the base, so after, after the, the brand invention came out, I realized, and this, this is one of those things where you, I pride myself in thinking in advance and anticipating things. And this is one of those humbling moments where the book is coming out and I'm like, I think it's about, I think it's maybe two weeks before the book actually like formally publishes. Cause like within two days it became, you know, a number one Amazon bestseller. I was like, all right, awesome. Right. And then I realized if I don't, I've opened the door. If I don't fill the void, I'm going to be seen as a one hit wonder for those that are newly discovering me. I'm like, damn, damn, I got to figure out something. I got to figure out a regular, a regular installment. So that became, okay, how about one minute was, because those that don't, those that don't know the book, my book, it breaks a lot of rules, a lot of rules. Like, for example, I mean, and I don't, I don't, for those that are just listening to it, they'll see it. But for, if anyone has the visual, this, this is, this is the actual size of the, <laughs> the font on the inside and people love it. I, I found out that from my daughter, who's a millennial, I remember showing it to her because it's like, you know, you'll, you'll have pages like this, right? You can just you actually see it. And so what happens is when my daughter saw it, she was like, dad, you finally get me. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, that's like a tweet. I'm like, okay. And then when it, then when the book did come out, she ended up, I, I found out from the first 50, 50 year old plus person that looked at it, they said, finally, I'm like, finally what? They said, a book I can read without cheaters. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so you covered like, both sides of the market. The font yes. is big enough that <laughs> us folks who might have a little gray yeah. can read it without the bifocals or trifocals or cheaters. And the millennials like it because it's less words per page and it's more sound bites and tweets than it is, let's say, 300 words in eight and a half by 11. Well, oh, and, and to that point, to that point, my most favorite chapter is chapter 26. You know why? Because 26 literally has two sentences. And when you read the two sentences, you're like, at, you know, you're like, oh my God, every, it, that's covered everything that needs to be said. I could have easily made this like a five page, a 10 page, you know, paragraph, you know, chapter. But I mean, here, and I didn't even put the two sentences on the same page because they, because they complement each other. One is on one page, oh, one's on the other is. page. Yeah, for those of you who aren't are watching the video and you can't see this because you're listening to the audio, go get, do yourself a favor, go get the book, flip to that page first. Yes, yes. And so chapter 26, but it's just, anyway, but that's, but that's the thing. So One Minute Wednesday was the solution to, hmm, how do I provide, since ever, I'm now known for like the guy who like, I mean, I, I take, you know, I take 10 years of, of experience and I knock it into a chapter for you and you go, oh my God. And that's the thing. They love the brevity. They yeah. love the in-your-faceness. But now it's like, okay, let me do in a minute. Let me tackle a topic. And people just were, they just loved One Minute Wednesday because they're going, oh my God. Because it usually will take what'll happen. I mean, for the little, this is like, sort of like the behind the scenes of how it works is it'll be like, okay, let me pick a topic. I'm going to riff on it for about eight minutes. And we're going to knock that eight minutes to freaking 55 seconds, 65 seconds, something like that. And so it's a real editing trick. I would say it's much easier to talk about it for 10 minutes or an hour than it is to be concise and do it in one minute. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, we know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. For our folks watching and listening, what is the best place for them to get the book? And what is the best place for them to go to learn more about you? Totally. Well, the, you can get the book at Amazon. You can get it at Barnes and Noble. You can get it on Books a Million. You can get, you can or, just order it and get the hardcover. Just, just take my word for it. Get the hardcover. It's the best production values and you will go through it multiple times. So that will, that will, it will wear, it will wear well. And as far as being able to reach me, you could, you could find me pretty much any place where, where, where quality individuals are found. <laughs> <laughs> and good coffee is served. But the thing is, um, for sure, Rising Above the Noise is my website, R-I-S-I-N-G, risingabovethenoise.com. And certainly LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram. And for the for your for your listeners, for anybody that's kind of like I even as after the book came out, I even put together an eight-week masterclass. That's a masterclass mentorship, which is absolutely killer. It's that is transformative. So if that's something that your listeners are like, they, hey, that sounds very interesting to me. If you want to jolt and just stop playing the rules the way they've been, everyone's been playing it up till now, bang, that's the, that's the ultimate game changer. All right, make sure you go get a copy of the book, everybody. Go check out risingabovethenoise.com. David, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, absolutely, Seth. Totally had a blast and yeah, thrilled. Great questions. Love it. It's like a rapid fire, it's like a rapid fire session. Do, 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 do. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 727- 888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash pod. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>